Hey, it's Adam with Backpack Theory Podcast, where we unpack past experiences to help define a better future. And today, I'm going to be talking about something that I'm pretty passionate about, and that is how to bring love into your workplace. Because whether you know it or not, we typically spend more time with our coworkers than we do with our own family. If you look at how many hours you spend in the office, on phone calls, and just in generalized interaction, or even at home talking to your significant other or your family or your friends about work, typically a lot of our life revolves around what we do for a living, what we do to make money. And as ideally as I would love to say that every person probably has a job that they absolutely love, that is not a realistic statement. And if you are one of those people that you're in a job that is transitioning to what your dream job is, or you're working through those goals to get where you want to be, and right now you just have a J-O-B, or you have a career, or you have something that you are doing basically to supply for your family, I mean, that's awesome. Because, I mean, that is a stepping stone to hopefully some goals that you have set down the road to find what your true passion and what your true meaning is. But whenever you're in that job, it is really easy to fall into the mundane attitude of basically just becoming a real sob story or a real detriment or a real drag to the office or to your coworkers. And what I want to talk a little bit about is how do we change that? Like, how do we go into the workplace and how do we become the most positive and the most uplifting person in that environment? Because it's really easy to be, and I know this is an old saying, but to hang out by the water cooler and basically listen to the daily gossip about so-and-so down the hall that hasn't been getting their reports done on time or so-and-so in sales that their numbers are terrible and they might get fired. Or, you know, talk about how the boss is just coming in with all these new guidelines and you just absolutely can't stand the way that he's doing things and you wish the old guy was there. Well, I'm here to tell you that it doesn't matter how bad you wish your old boss was there or how bad you wish the person had made the sale or whatever that may happen. That's just not reality. And so by you joining in on those negative conversations and by engaging in those negative conversations, you actually become kind of a part of your own downfall. So what are some ways that we can bring love into the workplace? Well, the first thing I think, because you have to have healthy boundaries, right? You can't just go into the workplace and, you know, just tell everybody everything about yourself and just, you know, be this complete open box. That is one of my issues. I've always had a problem whenever it comes to enabling other people, whenever it comes to giving people advice, whenever it's unsolicited. And I've had to learn through a lot of very painful experiences in my personal life and professional life, that just doesn't function. And so I think the first thing that you can do is truly listen, right? So the first thing is whenever you have a coworker and they're having a tough day, right? And you can tell that maybe they're struggling with an area that maybe you're struggling with as well, or maybe you've conquered or whatever it may be. And they start doing that vent session, right? For me, it's really easy for me as they're going through that vent session to do one of two things. One, just tune out and basically go, yeah, you know what? This isn't my problem. 
but I know that Jerry needs to vent to me for a minute. So I'm going to sit here and I'm basically going to be thinking about anything than, other than what Jerry's saying. That's one way you can handle it. The other way you can handle it is you can go, yeah, Jerry, I completely agree with you. The new boss is an absolute just terror and I don't agree with anything he's doing and this sucks, sucks, sucks. And the next thing you know, you got these two negative energies creating this negative bubble inside the office, which is going to trickle down. The third thing that you can do that is the hardest thing for us to do is to truly listen. And if you truly listen to what your coworkers are saying whenever they're having a hard time at work or whether they are having a complication or whether they're not meeting their goals, it's just to truly listen. Just listen, be, be a kind ear, show them love, show them respect and just pay attention to them. And the cool thing about it is, is whenever you start doing that and you really take all of your personal stuff and you set time aside, a healthy amount of time, right? You can't just be their vet person, but you set a healthy amount of time and you truly listen and you truly take genuine interest in that coworker and what they're going through. You have no idea the impact that you could make on that, not only that coworker, but also on other people in the office, because we all want to work in a positive work environment, right? Well, you can be that change by just listening to your coworker, hearing what they have to say, and then giving them positive reinforcement, right? You can't, you don't want to tell them to change what they're doing or tell them they're being a negative Nancy and to go away, but truly listen to them. And then when the moment comes for you to give some positive affirmation or whenever it comes a chance for you to put a positive twist on a situation or help share with them on how you're dealing with those things in a healthy manner, you might change their mindset. And while you're doing that, and while you're putting that positivity out there, you're going to receive positive back. And that ultimately is going to increase the positivity in that work environment and can make that J-O-B more enjoyable. The next thing that I would say is whenever you're going into work, look for ways to be the best version of yourself whenever it comes to your specific role. So stay in your lane. You know, I think a lot of times we take on things that are completely out of our jurisdiction and completely out of our control. And instead of dealing with the hand that we're dealt, right, instead of dealing with our area, we really want to be frustrated over areas that are out of our control. And all that ends up happening is, is you know, let's say, for instance, you are in operations, okay, and then you've got a sales side, which I've done both, so I know a little bit about both sides of it. And the sales guy goes out and he goes, well, you know, we're going to do X, Y, Z, and he paints this beautiful picture, which is what his job is. And then you get the work order across and you look at it and you're like, hey, we don't even do things that way. You have one of two options whenever you get that hard scenario. One, you can approach it and you can go to your boss or you can go to that salesperson and you can start venting the frustration or you can look at it as a chance to get better. If they're selling something or if they're doing something, look at it as an opportunity to basically become better. Look at it as an opportunity to better connect with that salesperson and maybe go ask them a question or two about why they did it that way and get some input, get some feedback. But don't try to go and control other areas that are outside of your jurisdiction because all that's going to do is create frustration in the workplace. And I think that's a really big thing for me that I've had to overcome regardless of what role I'm in is making sure that I stay in my lane. The third thing, which I think 
is really important. And I, I personally, you know, I'm not good enough at this. The best way to bring love into the workplace is to put a smile on your face, not a fake smile, not a disingenuous smile, not, you know, sometimes, I mean, you got to fake it till you make it. But whenever you're going into your workplace, if you're having a rough day or if, if you really don't want to be there or if you really just, you are just frustrated at your job, right? But it's something that you're going to continue doing because right now that's, that, that is part of the process. That's part of your growth in life. A really positive thing you can do is if you're in your car right before you get to work, just breathe right? Take five second breath in, hold it for five seconds and then breathe out. And then as you're doing that, think in your mind about five things at your job that you really enjoy. Just find five things and in your head, give thanks and put gratitude out into the universe. Give that gratitude to God of the things that you do appreciate about that work. And then whenever you walk in, you're already going to be in a positive mindset. You're already going to be that person that whenever you walk in, people are like, dude, there's that person. He's going through all the same struggles, but he doesn't bring that negative attitude to the team because there's a great book by Robin Sharma. And it is called The Leader with No Title. If you have not read it, I would highly suggest it. If you are in a career or you are at a job that you know that you have to be at for a while and you're, you know, you're just struggling. And the premise of the book is basically you don't have to be in control. You don't have to be the owner. You don't have to be the CEO. You don't have to be the operations manager to make a massive impact in your workplace. You just don't have to be. And the cool thing about that is, is that regardless of what you're currently doing, be the best you can be at it and be happy about being the best you can be at it. There's a quote by uh, Martin Luther King, and I might, I don't know the exact words, but the premise of it is, is that there once lived a street sweeper. And he, and, and he was the best street sweeper that ever lived. He, he, he swept the streets like Mozart composed, like the best basketball players played. And when he died, all of the hosts of heavens looked down and said, there lived the greatest street sweeper ever. You don't have to have this glorious position. You don't have to be the guy making all the calls in order to make the largest impact on your workplace. So when you go to work this week, when you have an opportunity, you know, to really shift that mindset and bring love into your office and not burden, be that person, be the leader without the title, be the person that whenever your coworkers are struggling with a problem. You genuinely think about solutions instead of adding and mounting onto the problems. And if you do that in the workplace, 
the crazy thing is, is that it will trickle into all the other areas of your life. So I'm just going to encourage you, you know, next time you have a coworker that comes to you and they're having a tough day on a project or they're, they're talking about someone else or whatever it may be, listen and then give positive affirmation to the situation because you care about them. Not because it makes it easier, not because whatever, you know, it's easier to brush them off. Do it because you genuinely care and you want to bring love into that workplace. Long, just make sure you do have healthy boundaries where it comes to that. Also, you know, make sure that regardless of whatever your role is, that you are the best at whatever that is and you continue to be the best and you continue to overcome obstacles. And I promise that it will make your work life so much more enjoyable, which will then make all the other aspects of your life so much more enjoyable. So be that leader with no title, right? Be that person that, you know, whenever you walk into the office, even though everything's a mess, you're not allowing the things that are out of your control to take away your peace. And that's where we all want to be, right? We all want to be in a position in life to where our peace is not disturbed, to where who we are as a person is not defined by circumstances that are out of our control. Because ultimately, you know, you have to accept the things you cannot change. You have to have the courage to change the things you can. So if you if you don't like your job and it's really that much of a drag and you, and you, you can't, there's not enough positivity that you can put into it, maybe it is time to start looking for a new workplace. But until it's that time, accept the things you cannot change. Have the courage to change the things that can. And then you got to have the wisdom to know the difference. That is the serenity prayer, which I'm sure you're familiar with. And that's something that I find myself saying all the time. And the more that you look for solutions, the less you look for problems, the less you make it about me and the more you make it about me, the more love you're going to bring to other people, the more joy you're going to have in that workplace, the easier it's going to be whenever you need to make a life change or whenever you need to transition to a new place, the easier it's going to be for those people in that workplace to go, man, I hate to see you go, but I know that you're going to go be successful. I know that you're going to go conquer things and then you're going to make an impact on the world because like I said in my episode, whenever it came to who's at your funeral, like all that matters at the end of the day is that moment whenever they put you in the ground, right? All that matters are the people that walk up and say, you know what? That person made a genuine impact on my life because they took time to show me genuine love. And if you can bring that into your workplace, I mean, in all aspects, in all areas of your life, but really in the workplace, you're going to be amazed at how much of a difference you're going to make, how much more peace you're going to have, and how much more that you're going to enjoy your job. So that's my episode this week. I encourage you, bring love into the workplace. Look for ways to listen to others. Stay in your lane. And overall, make sure that when you go into work, have a smile on your face and be that positive, upbeat person 
that is genuine, that people want to be around and they know they can come to you and you would just find so much more love in your own life and so much love in your workplace. So I hope you guys have a great week. I've got some more guests that I'm lining up over the next, oh man, over the next month or so. So I'll be kind of releasing some information on that. And until next time, thanks for joining me and we'll see you on the next episode.